0: For the gardening portion of the show this week We're going to talk about compost again I hit this subject, the oh, wow Every month or two I do something about It's just one of the most important things You need to learn about your gardening Today I'm going to try to give you a list Of about 10 of the best plants To be considered to put into your compost pile Now bear in mind most Even the weeds you cut out of your yard can be added to your compost pile, especially uh, anything cuttings from your plants, whether you're growing flowers or you're growing a garden. And of course, basically all your kitchen trash, at least the real organic stuff, all will contribute to making you a better compost pile, which makes better soil, which makes your garden healthier. If you have a compost pile, or you're even just using one of those compost containers, you're already kind of well on your way to richer soil and to helping the environment by keeping waste out of our landfills. But is it enough? The population of the world is increasing tremendously. We already have food shortages in parts of the world where hunger is truly a daily experience. We could be facing food shortages worldwide in the not-too-distant future. Just when we need more food, many feel the current farming practices are destroying the topsoil and that it is going to take years to return that soil to a good, healthy state. Every backyard garden is an effort toward food security in one way or another. And this past year or two, since the whole COVID thing came along, I guess 2020 and now 2021 is really a reality check for a lot of people. More people than ever have begun to garden. It did get a lot of people out in the garden. They didn't want to leave their house. They didn't want to mix with other people, so they became gardeners. Wonderful idea. It's one of the most successful years that I've known them for the nursery business. Many are learning how to preserve food by canning and freezing, mostly from their own garden produce. There have been significant shortages of canning supplies, and even canners are in short supply. While we haven't seen significant food shortages we are seeing the cost of food rise pretty quickly. Boy, if you haven't been to the market in a little while, the next time you go pay a little attention you're not going to believe what you're paying versus what you paid even a year ago for your basic best fruits and vegetables that you've probably been eating for years. Many gardeners like myself feel that it will be important to move toward more intensive gardening. This will include planting with little to no open space. All of your garden plants will be holding hands literally with each other. And succession planting is going to be a must. As one crop is harvested, the next is planted. The idea is to produce the maximum amount of food in the space that you have. However, the issue with this type of gardening is it can quickly deplete the soil of all the nutrients that plants need to produce healthy, nutritious food. Right now, a lot of research is being done on how to amend the soil and replace the minerals and elements that are used to grow each season's crops. That research can be used today in your garden. Though many gardeners think fertilizer is the most important, and it is important, it may be that compost is the most important additive you can use in your garden. The compost allows for the growth of microbes necessary for the health of your soil. Healthy soil attracts earthworms and other beneficial creatures, and healthy plants are less likely to succumb to diseases and are certainly better for you. Insect pests do less damage to a healthy, thriving plant than a sickly, weak plant. Intensive gardeners also make use of companion planting to ward off pests and in some cases even help feed the plants that you're trying to raise. Gardens are rotated to allow them time to rest with only a cover crop to provide protection as well as to nourish the soil. And there's some controversy about that. I know gardeners that are really, really intense with keeping their garden for years and never rotate and have beautiful crops. But in the old days especially, rotation was an easier answer. Research does continue to determine what each plant adds to your compost. One other note, just in general, folks, please avoid pesticides and herbicides. And if you're adding mulch or manure from outside somewhere, try to verify that it does not contain harmful chemicals. The more compostable material that you get from your own yard that you're in control of, the better overall control you're gonna have of your garden. I'm going to go through a list here uh, pretty quickly, but you'll get the idea uh, of plants, some of which we eat, some of which we just use to amend soil. They go into your garden or around your garden or among the plants you're already growing that'll help when it gets into the compost pile to make a more complete total nutrition picture for your garden in the coming seasons. Let's start with beans and peas. By planting bean seeds and pea seeds, you are growing food at the same time you're nourishing your soil. These plants take nitrogen from the air and change it into a usable form with little nodules along their roots. When you finished harvesting the beans, cut the plants off at soil level, leaving the nitrogen-rich roots right in that garden. Add the plant itself to your compost. You might think about the next season and plant a crop that needs nitrogen where the beans or the peas were and they've already got a ready supply. The next plant I recommend is called comfrey. Now, a lot of everybody grows comfrey, but it is a medicinal plant. It's especially good as an antiseptic or as a if someone has cut themselves or they've burned themselves. But the plant itself is rich in zinc and phosphorus. It grows rapidly and the large leaves can be cut a couple of times during the growing season, and add it to your compost pile. In addition, the comfrey has a large, deep root system that will help aerate the soil. Comfrey, as I mentioned earlier, does have a number of medicinal values, and uh, incidentally, it is a perennial plant, so you can grow it in and around your garden every year and still plant through it. It's, it's uh, kind of um, almost a perennial cover crop you've probably drank or maybe you know people that drink chamomile tea. Well, chamomile provides good levels of calcium in your garden. If you add it to the compost, the calcium is used by plants to build strong cell walls. Chamomile also contains some sulfur, which improves seed and root production of a number of different plants. And yes, you can use your own chamomile to make yourself chamomile tea. And it can also be used if you ever get into the production of aerated compost teas as a supplement to your garden. Let me give you a few more plants that might surprise you that are really good for your garden. Dandelions are like a multivitamin for your compost. They contain iron, calcium, phosphorus, copper, and magnesium. Add them to your compost pile before they seed and reap the benefits of this super plant. Not to mention it's quite edible, very good for you. The roots are also edible. It's a do everything plant and all we do spend our times trying to kill it out of our lawns. It's an excellent plant, especially to be added to your compost pile, and one that most people don't grow but you can get a hold of this plant pretty easy is nettles. Nettles are another weed that has a super value in your compost. They're very high level of nitrogen and also phosphorus is very helpful to your next year's plants, and they also contain a good amount of iron. And another favorite food of mine that happens to be also useful for compost is fennel. Fennel is great in the kitchen. It's large amounts of potassium and copper will also help enrich your entire compost pile, which in turn, of course, is going to enrich your garden. And think about alfalfa and red clover. These are plants that can, one reason I like them is because they can be planted near other plants, even like your tomatoes, and then added to the compost pile after the season's over, so it's a win-win all the way around. One plant I have not worked with, but they say works. So I'm gonna say that's my caveat there is borage. Borage is just a great big plant, but it's also known as a nitrogen fixing plant. It has those root nodules we were talking about, and it's extremely high in zinc and potassium, both good things for your garden and your compost pile. And finally, black-eyed peas and edamame beans. These legumes fix nitrogen while also providing a truly edible crop. In addition to adding these plants to your garden or yard, consider using a cover crop. Ale or daikon radishes are both great choices. Sow them heavily. This will protect your soil and the material can be added to your compost pile, of course. And go ahead and pick the kale, of course, while it's growing. If you can't afford to lose the space of a cover crop during the growing season, and you want some time off to rebuild your garden, then consider a winter cover crop. One that I've had good luck with when I was much more intensive gardener than I am now, was just winter rye, and you don't have to do much. Put it in for the winter, mow it, and add the clippings to the compost pile. A number of times I actually just tilled it right, a light till, because I'm a, I'm a no till kind of guy mostly, but I rolled it into my soil in the spring. So there are a lot of other plants that could help your compost pile, almost anything you grow, but these are some that have been kind of tested and, and you get a lot of bang for your buck. Now, another thing I wanted to mention, I mentioned earlier in this, this broadcast, is compost tea. You can go through my archives. Uh, you, there's two places to go, and there's more, but it's easier if you go to either Organic Matters, all one word, lowercase, OrganicMatters.info, or even easier, and I don't usually use this, but it's easy to get to, is Bruce.Dooley.com. Bruce, all overcase, B R U C E, no space, Dooley D E U L E Y dot com, and you'll come right up to my URL with hundreds of articles in it, and you can search through them. There's there's some about compost tea and more compost and all the plants you plant. If you haven't been on on my URL um, and you happen to be into gardening, I think you'll really enjoy. My website and and I do talk a little bit about as I do on these shows so people know me and the climate changes and what's going on in the environment and and uh, but it all ties in because the same kind of people that want to grow good organic gardens and want to be healthy themselves want the earth to be healthy and it's it's all tied together it's all interlaced it's one big mesh so when I used to just do gardening I missed all that so I like to bring up things that are that all of us, I hope, are thinking about as the world gets approaching 8 billion of us. These individual gardens and the little bitty things we do become more and more important on an individual basis. So that's food for thought about gardening for this week. One other thing I want to mention real quick because i got a minute here is uh, the idea of no-till. If you do build-up gardening, it's a special. I do my gardens four feet wide and... Some are 8, some are 12 feet long, some are just 4 by 4 feet. It depends on where I got the space. But the 4 feet makes it easier for you to work from either side and never have to step on your garden soil again if you do it right. So that also makes no tilling easier. You just turn in what's in there, plant right through it. It will work, folks. Believe me, it works very well in most situations. And it's very, very conservative. You, you have your own enclosed garden area there. You only have to water that area. You only have to weed that area. You don't have to fight all those battles. So just a little hint that if you've got any space and you want to do little built-up gardens, it makes it so much easier and so much more efficient, especially as years go by and you treat it right, the soil just gets better and better. Thanks for staying tuned to Organic Matters.